Hello and welcome to Dice and an Extra Slice, the only Bake Off Review podcast powered by Dungeons and Dragons. My name is Alicia and I'm here today with my favourite person. It's me, I'm Josh, apparently the favourite person. Really excited to talk about the most recent episode of Bake Off. It's the year is 2021. So this is our new project. It's just going to run alongside Dice and a Slice because we love cake and we love Bake Off and we thought, hey... Let's watch Bake Off and then talk about it. And if you guys want to hear us talk about it, this is this is your chance. This is it. This is your one-stop shop to listen to Mom and Pop talk about cakes. <laughs> so this week it will be Josh and I discussing Bake Off, but we're going to alternate weeks with the lovely Jazz and Alice. So next week it will be their thoughts that you guys get to receive. Yes. Um, neither of us are real bakers. We just, you know, don't pull that face. I'm a good baker. You, no, we're good bakers. But what I mean is, we're not coming at this from any level of expertise. Oh no, we're, we're, not, we're, not, we're, not, profe- we're not professional bakers. No, we're, no. Just, we're just avid fans. Exactly. We have a vested interest in keeping baking good because <laughs> we like to eat it. Right, so this week's the first episode. I always love the first episode. I love seeing it's the people. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. So one of my favourite things about Bake Off is the Britishness of it all. Yes. And this episode, I mean, you've got the green grass and yep. the squirrels and all the nature and it was all so beautiful and atmospheric. And to, then, be, to be specific, there were two ducks, a squirrel and a bunny. Okay, there we go. See, British wildlife. Yep. And then suddenly, tassels. Tassels, yeah. A lot yeah, of tassels. Yeah. Cowboy vibes. <laughs> Cowboy vibes. I didn't know if it was Paul actually singing at one point. It sounded it was... like Matt Lucas singing. He's got quite a good singing voice. I mean, it was an ordeal. It, it went from it, countryside, quaint little twee scene. Well, it's still country, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, yes, there was line dancing. Yeah, they were in in the field, just you well, know. They, they they were singing a, a parody of the Billy Ray, Billy Ray Cyrus song "Achy Breaky Heart." It was uh, yes. It was please don't <laughs> break my tart, my flaky pastry tart. <laughs> It was so funny. <laughs> it was really, it was really weird. It was one of the most bizarre starts to a season. Really strange, very, very strange. Slightly unhinged. You know, since it's been with Channel Four, it's been a bit different. It has been a bit zanier. It's been a bit more extreme. It's been a bit more like those American baking shows. Mm. That, um, um, we, we can't fixate. Uh, just want to quickly mention that Noel's jumper this week. Uh, little pink smiley faces. Love it. Love to see it. My favourite was Prue's shirt. It was like kind of thigh length, knee length, like a really long shirt. Very colourful. With big flower patterns on it. I well, thought it was, it was a gorgeous. dress more than a shirt, wasn't it? No, she was wearing it with trousers. Oh, was she? Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice. It was um, beautiful either way. Paul isn't bringing anything spectacular fashion-wise. Never um, really does. No, but Matt, I liked his flamingo shirt. Mm, yeah. You know I love a bird thing. print. I know, I just feel like they could have done more. But either way, we need to talk about the bakers. This we do. Bake it's cake week. First week for Bake Off. Woo, woo, woo. Um, we love cake. So, um, I've got we met Christ- Christelle first. We did meet we Christelle met. first, yes. Uh, who was celebrating her heritage by using jaggery in her chai sponge mini roll. Mini rolls this week was the challenge. Yes, mini rolls was the signature. Yes. And I was saying, I don't think I've ever known anyone to home bake a mini roll. I've had Cadbury's mini rolls, as I'm sure everyone has. Yeah. I've never known anyone to bake one from scratch. No, me neither. But this is the sort of pedantic stuff that Bake Off does. That's... I did think the illustration that the Bake Off people drew for her mini rolls looked oh. beautiful. The illustrations cake. are always absolutely gorgeous, mm-hmm. but they don't always match up. No. Which in many ways is better. Um, next person we met is my current top fave. Top fave. His name is Jürgen. Jürgen. He's from nice. Germany. He's from Germany, from the Black Forest specifically, which is nice because it ties in with his mini roll, which is a Black Forest mini roll. 
the first Black Forest Mooney roll that we'll talk about today. <laughs> yeah, that is important to note the first. Um, it was particularly nice uh, for Matt Lucas to come along and do a bit of a German flex as he sang yes, the opening Fred theme to the to the Flintstones. Flintstones. Yeah, completely in German. Did he learn that? Do you think just for this part of Bake Off? Almost certainly. <laughs> to be fair. I was like, oh, Jürgen, he seems nice. He does seem and like then, a really, he seems like a cinnamon roll. Yeah, and then once we saw his backstory and it said that he plays trombone and has a bunny rabbit called Humphrey. Yes. I was I've, like, cool, I, I've I'm, got I'm done. rabbit called Humphrey written down yeah, here. Yeah, that's it. I've already picked my winner. Yep. Whether he wins or not. Mm. And his accent is just so lovely to listen well, he's, to. He's, he's German. It's I know. Got, he's got a lovely German accent. It's so beautiful mm. though. It's really he's, lovely. He seems like a very soft man. Yeah. And we like him. Next up is Tom, who also was doing a Black Forest mini Yes, the second choice of Black Forest. He said he wasn't copying Jürgen. No. But that's two Black Forests. That's two Black Forests in a row. Other things to know about Tom is he he runs a model railway business or he works in a model railway business. I think he said his family runs His family runs a model railway business. Um, And he's got no confidence in himself. Oh, bless him. Which is always a big red flag when it comes to Bake Off. You've (laughs) got to believe in yourself. I don't know, Nadia managed it. Oh, that's true, and Raul didn't believe in himself no, much either. Oh, sweet Raul, but he didn't win, but he was very sweet. He did win. Did he win? He won, yeah. Oh my God, I didn't realise he won. And then next up we have Amanda, who, shocker, was making a Black Forest <laughs> mini I know, they, they put them all together, obviously. Um, but hers had coffee in it. And hers was also the only mini rolls that were, she was going to stage them vertically. Yes, she was doing a satanic mini roll. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, they looked really cool. I love the idea of having a standing up mini roll like trees. I think that's cool. It's really cool, especially with the Black Forest yes, vibe there to we it. Go. You could do some mm-hmm. cool stuff with cream. Uh, other things to know about Amanda is she's a wild swimming enthusiast uh, and works with the Met Police. You can tell that Josh made more notes about their backstories. I just wrote down the fun things I like. Backstories. It's their life, Alicia. They're not characters. They're real people. <laughs> I've got something about their life for the next person. Oh, do you? Rashika. Rashika. Yeah, Rashika. Shika. Rashika. 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 Yeah. I just wrote the first thing I wrote is bloody love carrot cake, and she the was next... making carrot cake mini rolls, which with, I love with spelt flour. Yes, which I again coming from a someone who doesn't really get baking. Don't know what that is. I thought that was kind of bold of her. Um, I fucking hate carrot cake. I love carrot cake. The cream cheese frosting is just the best bit. Yeah, but that's not the point of a carrot cake. The point of a carrot cake is the cake that's got carrot in it. Yeah, but it's also good with the frosting. I don't, and think, I don't think she did it with the cream cheese filling, actually. No, but she should have done. Well, then, yeah. And the next thing I wrote is, Dad Colin seems like a lad. <laughs> I've got worked in HR some, and has nephews. They were doing some kind of rounders match and the dad just like smacked it out he of the park. smacked it, yeah, he did. He absolutely it. I was like, it. he seems like he'd be great fun seems to like hang out with. Fun. And his name is Colin. Colin. Yeah. Next up is oh. uh, is the most wonderful, lovable. It's sort of the the token grandmother. Yeah. Uh, Maggie. Prue 2.0. Yeah, Prue 2.0. As they Otherwise keep making that as, joke. Yeah, Maggie. That joke is going to get old really quickly. Although Maggie may seem like the old, older, traditional kind of grandmother baker, she wasn't using flour. She was being an absolute bloody renegade using meringue. A, a meringue batter yeah. for a mini roll. What is that? I know, and it was a chocolate mini roll as well. Absolute renegade. Maggie is one to watch out for. She is. Um, uh, she is into sports and has over 60 years of baking experience. Which just blows my mind. the first thing that was said about her, outside of her actual bake, was that she was into sports. I've written Sporty Spice next to her. Nice. Yeah, I just think it's wild that anyone can have 60, because she doesn't look much over 60. Well, she's, so when did she start baking? I think baking? she said she was in her 70s. That's insane. So she, I mean, I, I was baking when I was 10, if not younger. Really? Yeah. That's mad. 
Very impressive. Good for you, Maggie. Gold Good star. for Maggie. Good for Sporty Spice. Next up. From the oldest contestant to the youngest contestant. Dark Horse. Freya. Freya. Vegan. Yeah. Mmm. Mm. Bold. She was making a lemon and raspberry one. Um, good flavours. Really good flavours. She's actually one of my front runners. She's like my dark horse of the competition. Yeah, I've written dark horse with her because she did some really impressive stuff really this week. Really good stuff. She's a 19-year-old psychology student. I, I think she's really going to be one to watch. <laughs> I've already seen my, my notes for the next person. Yeah. George. Next up is George. I have written... Eli the dog is, and then I've just drawn a heart. <laughs> oh, that's adorable. Um, I feel bad that I didn't write anything about George. Well, George was making a mineral with a hazelnut bavois. I've also written down precious dog. Yep. Uh, and he works with, oh, he works with carers and children, mm-hmm. um, which is really nice. Yeah. But he does seem a bit all over the place. I just feel like George this week was down on himself so much. Mm-hmm. I know it's the first week and it's super daunting, but I think one of the first things the cameras cut away to him, he said, oh God, I don't know why I'm here. And I was like, no, George, you beat up so yeah. many people to get here. Like think, you've already I done so well. Just getting to the tent is... Massive. It's ma- it's, it's like getting to the Oscars. It's such an honour just to be nominated. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have Lizzie. Got Lizzie, got weird Lizzie. I was excited because we kept seeing cutaways of Lizzie, but we hadn't been introduced. I like her energy. I love the space buns. Lord yep. knows I love a space bun. Um, she's wearing a shirt today. I won't. I try not to talk about what people are wearing too much, but her shirt that she was wearing had sad smiley faces. There were some happy. Oh, were there? There were. Oh, I only saw the sad ones, which I probably need that to speak says to a more therapist about. about yeah. yeah, that says more about you, I think. Um, but it was like she was wearing the opposite of what Noel was wearing. Yeah, because she had a pink shirt with black faces yeah. and Noel's jumper was black with pink faces. Yeah, mm. it was weird energy. I liked but it. But I loved that she was doing giraffe for her mini rolls. Yes, with giraffe, like the dark coffee sponge and with, the caramel. with tahini and caramel on the inside. Uh, yeah. For the uninitiated, tahini is like sesame seed paste. When Josh says for the uneducated, that is me, because I immediately said, what's tahini? Yep. She was going a little bit slow. She was on a bit of a go slow when we got to her. She yeah. hadn't quite got her cake in. She was still piping in the design. Yeah. Um, she looks very cool. Next up, we had Chiggs, who is a lockdown baker, which I think a lot of people probably yes. are lockdown bakers. Chiggs' story made me feel bad about my progress through lockdown. Uh, Chiggs was making a chocolate and vanilla sponge with uh, some strawberry uh, and chantilly cream filling. I've also written down here that Chiggs does rock climbing in his free time, which I only wrote down because I recently went bouldering and did a bit of climbing myself and it was great fun, but also very difficult and I admire anyone who can do it well. Your arms hurt for days afterwards. My arms were really, I I keep all my strength in my thighs, not my little T-Rex arms. Um, But Chiggs is possibly one of the most motivated people uh, over lockdown. Over the past 12 months, he's picked up more hobbies than I've had in my life. That's impressive. Yeah, but he, he wasn't baking before before lockdown as he said I think he's done very well that's what I mean getting to the tent having only been baking for 12 yeah. months uh, next up is oh Giuseppe I think is my is my one to win yeah Giuseppe's is, definitely in Giuseppe. my top top bakers yeah fabulous curls he was making an, a gorgeous hair yeah and a right? wonderful moustache too yeah um, He's he was making an almond and orange uh, mini roll with a ricotta and orange blossom filling I've also written down white chocolate was that what was sprinkled then, on the top? Yeah, there was, there was, there was definitely white chocolate, white chocolate top, involved. Yeah. But he's from Bristol, which, shout out. He's from Bristol, but he's Italian. It's a beautiful town. He's an engineer as well, uh, mm-hmm. which will come in useful. Yes. <laughs> with some... Especially with some of the bakes they put yeah. these people through. Yeah. I feel like engineering... Or some of the bakes this week. It's going to be... <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. And last up, Jerzino. Jerzino, yes, making a passion fruit and lime sponge. 
Passion fruit and caramel buttercream is what I've got written down. Ah, the sponge itself was lime. There we go. There we go. go. Which, by the way, passion fruit and caramel buttercream sounds incredible. I wanted to eat Um, that. I've only got one note written next to Jezzy, you know, unfortunately, and that says greyhound. <laughs> we focus a lot on the dogs. We do focus a lot on the dogs. I, I don't know anything Cute about Jezino. Cute rabbit. I'm going to have to pay attention next yeah, week to apologies. more about Jezzino. The next thing I have written down is it is a high DC on a dexterity check to roll these mini rolls. <laughs> My God, the chaos of them trying to... Because mini roll needs a good swirl. They yeah. kept talking about the swirl. Yeah, it, it's got to have a good swirl and a good proportion of cream to cake. Yeah. And it's a difficult cake to, cake to cook as well. It's a Genoese. Which is difficult. It's delicate. They have to be light and spongy. Yeah. But like solid enough to roll. Everyone seemed to nail their cakes. Tom beefed his roll to roll it. Um, And George, because he was going slow, his cake was too hot and it was just falling apart by the time he had to roll it. That's true. Um, We had a lovely quote from Jürgen about how it's uh, like making a sushi roll. Yes, because he, he makes, makes sushi at home. He makes sushi at home. So I, I've written down here, uh, Jurgen makes sushi rolls and he is a cinnamon roll. <laughs> I've also then, it then cut quite quickly, once they'd rolled it, to everyone covering their things with chocolate to yes, hide the there sins. Was frantic covering to hide sins. And it's so funny. And another another uh, drive-by for Tom is he was saying like he didn't measure his cakes. He didn't measure it with a ruler <laughs> to make sure that they were evenly sized. Oh, it was, no. he was just free, freehanding it. He was just it. hacking into it. I've actually, you were saying about George earlier, I've got, I've written down, George fucked it. <laughs> I wrote George, hot mess, literally, because his cake <laughs> was, was too hot. Mess, hot yeah. And it melted everything. He didn't, it looked like he hadn't greased the paper properly as well, because half of it stuck to the greaseproof paper. Yeah, I think his mentality let him down a lot in this challenge, because yeah. he was just so constantly saying how he definitely, was doing a bad job. definitely. I think the, the person who came out top at the end of this was Giuseppe. Oh, Giuseppe. They Gis- were so They neat. were gorgeous. So Prue said, Prue said, neat as a pin. Yeah. And they tasted divine. They were all even. The swell yeah. was even. It, it was... They they looked like they'd come out of a patisserie shop. Yeah. I was 80% certain Giuseppe was going to get a handshake. More than that, in mm. fact. I was, like, almost certain he was well, going to. Paul made Jürgen eat his own cake and let him judge oh, his own cake. that's true, yeah. Which is a weird power move. That is a weird power move. That's like when someone says, well, how do you think you did? It, Anxiety. It, it makes me want to go, well, clearly I fucked up. <laughs> That's you going, oh, you want me to say that I did bad. Yes. But Jürgen, no, sir. He said, well, I'd buy it. Good for you, Jürgen. Absolutely, buy Jürgen. Power move. Power move of the week goes to Jürgen. Make it so. Also, I've just written, Roshika is beautiful. She's yes. stunning. We didn't talk about Lizzie and all the melted caramel that had just spewed oh, from yes, her mini rolls. Oh, yes, 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 yes. They looked delicious, but incredibly messy. Lizzie did some top-notch bullshitting, though. Um, and but Freya, she... Freya's were just super pink. Freya's were so pink. Very pink. Very pink. I think this came up in the mini rolls when Lizzie casually dropped the time she was kidnapped by an ostrich. Yeah. Where were her parents? Lizzie seems a bit fun, a bit unhinged. I'd like her to come over for, for wine. When you put Lizzie and Noel together, it is an event. They, they sort of razz each other up, don't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm, here for I'm it. into it. Yeah. Tom, I've just written bad time next to. <laughs> Tom did have a bad time. George a also bad had a bad time. time. Yeah, it was tough. First challenge. It's always yeah. difficult. Which leads nicely onto the technical. So the technical challenge. Yes. <laughs> malt loaf with homemade butter. Well, the malt loaf is new for Bake Off. Yeah. They've not done a malt loaf in any of the bake-offs before. I like a malt loaf. Although I, they didn't look how I was expecting them to, but I think that's because I that's just think you're, of Serene. You're used to big cake. No, I just, yeah, I just think of Serene, which yeah. is like stodgy, brown, thick, chewy deliciousness. And that's basically what malt loaf is. It's sort of got 
sultanas and and brown dough. I think theirs just looked much cakier with much more air in it. it. Did Serene look a bit cakier, is like a yeah. solid wedge. Well, Serene is sort of designed to stop you from dying in the wilderness. Mm. But what's interesting, so for people who don't watch Bake Off, I'm not sure if anyone's listening who doesn't watch Bake Off, but for the technical, wild. the contestants just get given ingredients and sometimes quite a bare bones recipe and they just have to make something. So in, as the weeks go on, the technicals, I mean, they start to become weird, obscure things that no one in the tent has heard of. The recipes get much shorter and much more vague. I am a fan of the technicals just for the chaos alone. And I love watching everyone look at each other to judge who's taking whose cake out first who's put things in how long to cook it for yeah we agreed malt loaf we think kind of long and slow low and slow low and slow even low yeah. and slow for a malt loaf any sort of fruit cake like that you want low and slow but a lot of them did really well i have made cherry cake before yeah and the problem i always have pro- yeah thank you but the problem i have when i make cherry cake is the cherry sinking to the bottom yeah which is a big problem with fruit but quite a lot of the contestants all had really good most fruit most of spacing. them had good fruit distribution yeah yeah i've got a note here that says oh giuseppe that was right near the beginning because he had no idea what it was <laughs> And he didn't even get it when it was described to him. Uh, oh. Lots of struggles with treacle. People don't know how to do deal with treacle. Now, I'll, I'll give anyone listening a little bit of an insider hint when working with honey or syrup or treacle. If you coat your spoon in a little bit of oil, it'll come off really easily. And, it, and the oil will stay on the spoon, not on the honey or syrup or treacle. Check you out. I know. Maybe you should go and bake off. We can do it with a hot spoon. No, I don't want to go and bake off. I'm not good enough at baking. I'm good at cooking. So in general, from the technical, everyone seemed to do quite well. There was no standout disasters. There was a few that were a bit underdone, um, yeah. some that hadn't risen a lot. But winner, who I think we all expected, yeah. lovely Maggie. Yeah. And very well-deserved win. And she mm. got very emotional. And my heart... She did get really emotional, didn't she? It was very sweet. It was very wholesome. Mm, we like Maggie. I was wondering if in the technicals whether Freya has to do vegan. Um, I've also got a note here saying Chig's in trouble. <laughs> there were a couple from the technical. George's was better. George, His technical I th- I th- was, he think, was kind of in the middle. Oh no, George was third, I think. Oh, maybe he was further yeah. up. He definitely um, saved himself from a very poor start. I, I remember thinking, oh, George has saved himself here. Amanda was last. Because mm. she hadn't mixed in the flour properly. Yeah, there was a little flour you, pockets. you got to mix the flour in properly. And then Chiggs didn't cook his properly. Yeah. It wasn't good. How many bloody adverts do they need? Oh, my god. Let's gosh. talk about Adgate for a second. Yeah, okay. Because at this point, Adgate. you know... Adgate. <laughs> honestly, there used to be... I mean, A, when it was on BBC One, there are no adverts. When, no when, adverts on the BBC. But you kind no, of expect... on Sundays. You kind of expect an advert, I would say, after each third. So, like, after the signature, have yeah. an ad. And then after the technical, you have an ad. And then you have another ad after the showstopper, but before the results. Yes. But there was, what, six ad breaks think, in this? I think there were five. And actually, it receives a lot of complaints. Ofcom, Ofcom have received complaints. Does it have the same amount of ads as if you watch it live? Because we obviously watched yeah, it on catch Yeah, it does, yeah. Same amount. It, well, the ad, the ad places are all in the same... Ad breaks are all in the same place. I've I've been looking into it, because I, I read about ad Adgate more than <laughs> b- uh, before we watched it. And apparently, they were showing... 23 minutes of ads in an hour's worth of programming which is above the recommended amount which is like I think it's like 13 or 12 for an hour obviously everyone wants to get in on Bake Off well exactly so popular and I did see an advert from Serene after the uh, (laughs) after the malt loaf but it's it's all sponsored by Aldi this year 
In the past, it's been sponsored by Dr. Erka, yeah. Oh, but it has been Aldi the last couple oh, has seasons. It? Yeah, yeah, because oh. I remember the, the people. Oh, yeah, the gingerbread people. Yes. It, it does spark some weird questions about mortality. When they start eating baked goods. I need to know about the world. <laughs> I need to know about the law of this world. Oh, you want to do a law dive? I need to do a law dive. Into the Aldi gingerbread family. Um, so keep your eyes, eyes and ears peeled for future law dives with the <laughs> Aldi gingerbread family. <laughs> As we discuss cannibalism, ethics, and what is flour to them. <laughs> Shall we move on to the showstopper? Yeah, all right then. <laughs> so the showstopper for this week, the contestants had to make an anti-gravity cake. Now, for you Bake Off alums, you'll remember that I'm pretty sure it was Nadia who did the first ever anti-gravity cake when she did that, the can of pop that was pouring down. And it was a big deal, and she smashed it. It's a really tough bake. It is. And you you got to make... You've got to find a way of making it stand up without it being obvious. And you also want it to be a really clever idea. You don't just want it to be, mm. oh, look, there's a cake hanging on top of another cake. Well, they they were given the uh, brief of a precious memory. Oh, they were. And now I've written down what the cakes were. I have not written down what the precious I've memories were. I've also not written down what the precious memories were. I've mostly focused on the cakes um, because that's what I'm here for. Because they're not people, they're bakers. <laughs> We can, put oh, that in, no. we can put that in the ad sting. It's like, look, they're not people, they're bakers. Uh, so going into this, the bottom three are Amanda, Tom and George. Yeah. Who I think we all, we, we've spoken about have had various missteps. Um, yeah. And the top three, Jürgen, Maggie and Giuseppe. Yeah, I think that's Which is that's a strong, strong top three. I would say Freya's also probably up there for the top she's, three. She's up she's there, done she's probably well. in the number four spot. Yeah. Watching the showstoppers is just so stressful it's sometimes stressful, isn't it? seeing what they're doing it's the carrying the cakes to the front desk so the, the first one that they looked at was chigs wasn't it yes yeah, so chigs was the first cake and oh yes. my gosh they started with well should we talk about his cake well, his, first? his concept was where it all started where yes. it all began i remember that one um, and it was supposed to be a mixing bowl with like a yeah, jug pouring stuff pouring into in. it. And it was supposed to look very like it's in motion. Like the liquid's coming out of the bowl yeah, as you pour really it. Yeah, it was really cool. And the anti-gravity was like the liquid being poured out of the jug. Suspended so. by the yeah, jug. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. So they carry it up. It's all completely fine. And then once he puts it down yeah. on the gingham altar, yeah. the jug cup just starts to slide. And it just splats on the floor. it just slips and I've, I've, I've just written F. So can we have an F F to pay respects <laughs> for Chig's cake? For the collapsed mug. But I mean, by, by all considerations, it was good cake, just poorly constructed. And the bowl looked beautiful. Like, you got the liquid coming out. It was gorgeous. Yeah, it, it looked really good. And yeah. it was just like a chocolate fudge cake. And the peanut butter was big. They were big flavour, his cake. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. It, it, was, it was a peanut butter fudge cake, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, which, if anyone ever wants to bake me a cake, I bloody love peanut butter. Who was next? It was George next. George was next. I, whatever he was going for with the pouring, I think it was supposed to be a coffee pot. Well, it was, he was making a coffee pot, pouring coffee into a cup, and then it was a backgammon board as well. I didn't get that it was a coffee pot. Like the... It didn't look much like it, did it? His was really messy and mm. quite... I think they said with George, the flavour was great, but he obviously just needs to work on his delivery. Yes. Neatness. No, I, I agree. I mean, that's what I've got written here. George, okay, bit messy. Yeah. You know, Nothing just, to shout about. No, exactly. And then, then, then was Maggie. Maggie, Maggie. I've got not great written next to Maggie. Yeah, it wasn't quite right. She was making like an, an ice cream cornet, like an ice cream in a cone with yeah. sprinkles being poured on it. 
The cone didn't really look like a cone. The cone looked more like a, a like a plant pot. Yeah, the, I think the, the bag, the bag wasn't... that was holding the sprinkles, looked like a popcorn bag. Mm. Considering what she'd done up till now. Yeah, it's, it's a shame. She she really disappointed me. And next up, I mean, was my disappointment, Jazino. Yeah, Jazino. I thought it was like strips of bacon. What was it? What? Well, Jazino's initial idea uh, was to have like big, uh, like a big Swiss roll. With other Swiss rolls on top of it. I did not get that. Well, it, that's what they showed in the original design. Oh, the pretty illustration. Yeah, and as oh, he was sure. making it, as he was rolling up this Swiss roll, it fell to pieces. It oh. it went, <laughs> to use a phrase, it went to fuck. Yeah. And he put it in the fridge. was like, I'm going to put it in the fridge and hope it firms up. And you're just sat there like, my dude, that is not going to firm up. Yeah. <laughs> to anyone who's seen Drag Race... You'll remember the first episode, can't remember what season, but there was a queen that wore a dress that looked like she had her upper half wrapped in bacon. That is all I thought of when I saw Jezino's cake. It looked like just weird bacon strips. It Kelly Mantle. Kelly Mantle and the bacon dress, yes. Kelly Mantle from Drag Race. His initial design, I think it was supposed to have something pouring onto it. Yeah, I think the initial idea had something in there, but he yeah. just couldn't. Pull it back. He, he couldn't after the tragedy. He, no, but he did the best he could. Mm. It was a and hot I think mess. It tasted nice, from what they said. Yes, they said it tasted good. And genuinely. then we had the ah. water cake. Yes, brought on a special guest, an expert on waves and dolphins. Welcome onto the show, uh, Talassa Arelif. Hi guys, great to be here. Um, if you don't know me, I am one of the members of the Dice and a Slice podcast. It's very popular. I loved this cake, can I just say? I mean, I thought the fact that she chose to do a wave is just incredible in itself. She really got the surf right with like the white that she used to make it look like the wave was crashing. It did look like a wave. Dolphins were super cool, but they kind of looked like they might be on something. It looked like someone had described to her what a dolphin was and she yeah. tried to make it out of icing. Yeah, they not not so much like any dolphin I've seen. No. But she gets my vote because she did a, she did a water cake, and I'm completely biased, you know. Uh, well, other people seem to enjoy it as well. Prue mm -hmm. Leaf, the judge specifically, said that it looked really lovely. I think Prue needs new glasses because <gasps> I think it I think it looked really bad, really unimpressive. Oh, I thought it was so pretty. Well, you don't. Not so much an anti gravity because you know. It wasn't very anti gravity. It was kind of stacked. It was. It was a cake with uh, marshmallow and puffed rice as part of the construction. And that mm -hmm. was the anti-gravity bit of it, the wave. But it didn't come over the top, the wave. It just sort of went up the side. Ah, true. Yeah. Anyway, thank you, Tala. You're welcome. Uh, best of luck with, with all of your endeavours. <laughs> Uh, next up was Lizzie. Messy, messy Lizzie. I've written messy and simple. Good flavour, but yeah. she's another one. She just needs to hone what she's doing. I think she was doing possibly too much, or she wasn't going fast enough. Like with the first challenge, she was a bit slow. I just think she's a bit careless. Not deliberately, but you know when people kind of just bumble through things and don't think about yeah, like, yeah, the I, specifics. Yeah, I know what you mean. Apparently it's very tasty, though. Just needs more more precision. More Gotta precision, more finesse, but very tasty. And I think it tasting good is more important than it looking good. Although. Although. Freya's cake. Yes. My God. So pretty. Stunning. Proper cottage core. Yeah. Flowers. It was like a... So much work had 
gone into that yeah. cake to make it look like that. The grass, all the flowers. Yeah. It was like flowers cascading up a very thin piece going up to a flower pot. Yeah, it was... And then more flowers over the top. So stunning. The piping. Yeah. The piping I've for tr- those flowers. I have tried my hand at piping before. Oh my and God. when I see people do it, I think, yeah, that's that's doable. It's so much harder piping than reality. Piping is so difficult. Yeah. Boozy and vegan. Boozy and vegan. Yeah, that's what I is Which is sort of tick, tick. And then more flowers, Christelle's. Beautiful yes. bouquet of flowers. Yes, a bouquet. And I looked at that and I couldn't work out how that stayed no, upright. Pretty. It looks like a bouquet of flowers. Yeah, and she put a little card in there. It was a little card. Was I think it was to Hazel from Christelle. Yeah, very nice. She did a really good job. Judges I, loved it. I made a note right at the beginning. It's like, good luck with those flowers. <laughs> and she smashed it. Yeah. And the next note I've got here, it just says supportive cast. Honestly, one of my favourite things about Bake Off, A, I love how like between British it is. Yes. Because there's not many reasons why I'm proud to be British, if any, apart from Bake Off. Yeah. It's just so sweet. And all of the cast members are always just so supportive of each other and congratulating each other when they bring their cakes back. And it just, it makes me feel all warm and fuzzy. I really like it. Yeah, they. I think the sense of camaraderie, because now in this post-COVID world, they yeah. bubble up. And they're all just so, it just seems like such a nice warm environment. Like between them and even like the presenters and Paul and Prue, like they all seem really uplifting. It just mm. seems like there's no toxicity, there's no venom, there's no envy. It's literally just everyone's like, wow, you're no. brilliant. Exactly. And when, you know, when you get used to watching like American talent shows. All about the drama. It's all about the drama. Which is mad because Bake Off has drama. But it's not interpersonal. It's, it's small. It's baking drama. Yeah. You know what? It's, it's the music. I mean, it goes from the, like the diddle and dun, diddle and dun, diddle and dun, 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 and it goes into the boom, boom, boom. I think you should write to Bake Off and offer to do their audio for them because you dear, could just do that. Dear Bake Off. <laughs> uh, let's then move on to Rashika. Rashika. Um, I've written unfortunate appearance. Yeah, it looked like a long poo. It was really... Why was it... I guess it was meant to be like a, a, a it stick, was, It was a supposed tree. to be a tree holding a huge green apple. Because she'd used the puffed rice and uh, covered it in chocolate, Yeah. it looked unfortunately fecal. And the, I think and the apple was like swampy blue-green. I think she'd try... I appreciate she tried to get the different brown shades of a tree, but I almost wish she'd done like a block colour of brown and then like painted on some of the tree with the bark and the cracks because it did look like something you would definitely not want to eat and also compared to the size of the apple I just didn't buy that it was a tree it just no, looked it, like a it long just looked like a long, yeah. long poo and then poor Tom bless him wasn't oh, an Tom. anti-gravity cake Tom's design I think could have worked because mm. it was supposed to be the cakes were higgledy-piggledy and it was supposed to look like they were falling over. Higgledy-piggledy is not anti-gravity. No, I know. Like, he beefed it from the initial design. Had he done, you know, his design was poor, his idea was poor. Had he made an amazing cake that was really good, he could have clawed it back. But I think he 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 definitely missed yeah. the mark pretty solidly. Yeah. But, complete contrast, oh, Giuseppe. 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 Now, his, his anti-gravity cake was inspired by Jack and the Beanstalk. It was a fantasy, magical extravaganza. It was. It was so stunning. beautiful, and it was so simple. Like there wasn't. It, it was like clean greens and a nice clean yeah. cloud and a blue castle. I think he was the only one who had a fully offset anti gravity piece as well. Yeah. The castle was cute. The vine was cute. The cloud. Oh, the it looked leaves. like a cloud. Yeah. It was real. It was a real piece of art. It really was. They they did say it was a bit dry. Though. Yeah. The bake but was dry. Taste. Dry cake is bad. It is bad. Well, unless you got a cup of tea with you. Yeah. I mean, who has who has cake without tea? 
psychopaths. And yeah. then ending on my fave guy. MVP. Jürgen. Jürgen. I thought his idea was really cool and clever. Mm. I did think it looked a bit plain. It was very simple. Yeah. But there was an elegance in the simplicity of it. Like, the, I think it was the first book that he read in English or something like that. Mm. And it was a book with a lamp over the top of it. Yeah. So the lamp was an actual metal lamp kind of standing. It, yeah, there, there, was a, there was a metal rod with a stand, with like a cake support, two cake supports. And he'd screwed the supports with metal screws inside the cake and yeah. then screwed the cake yeah. onto the metal... And it, didn't look very anti-gravity. See, I think it did. See, to me, it's it was look- hanging down to in me, the air. It looked like a cake that was being held up by a bit of metal. But it's anti-gravity. Like, but there was no illusion there. Mm. That's the thing. It's supposed to be an anti-gravity <sighs> illusion cake. I kind of get what you mean, but I also think he he used a very different and clever way to do his anti-gravity. He, he so did, I think he did do it very differently. That. He did, but he took illusion the other way, as in this looks like something that it isn't. Yeah, they have given Jürgen the potential title of Flavor King. Yes. I just really hope that his creativity can match. Like, I thought this was very sweet, but a bit plain. I want him to I, push things I, to be a I bit wilder, like, a bit weirder. I would like weirder. a little bit, little bit more wilder. Bit of edge. A bit, bit of edge. Yeah. Which leads us, I To the guess, results of the to episode. To the results and well. So this week, I have the honour of <laughs> announcing the Star Baker to you, our podcast listeners. Um, Star Baker this week was... My main man, it was Jürgen. Yep, and I've got the quote here, a very happy Jürgen indeed from himself, (laughs) which is delightful. He really deserved it. He did really well through all the challenges. Good flavour, really clean and neat. Like, I think he's absolutely one to watch. He is easily in my top Mm, three. Definitely. And I just like to hear him speak. Although, in Bake Off, whenever someone wins Star Baker, they call their family and you get to hear the family react. And Jürgen called his family. And it just rang like six times and no one answered. No one answered. I would have answered for you, Jürgen. <laughs> My heart went out to him. Um, He's so wholesome. But that means that I get the horrible job oh, this no. week of uh, saying goodbye to the baker who will be leaving us. Oh, no. And uh, it's only been a week and, you know, it's, it's been really lovely to get to know everyone. Um, God, you're milking this. But the <laughs> baker leaving the tent this week is Tom. Bye, Tom. Which I think is only fair and right, because to be honest, he didn't do well. He was really chill and cool about it. He, he knew he you was know what? going. He was. He'd accepted his fate. He was pretty like, yeah, that makes sense. That's fair. Which I always think is a great way to go. There was a there was a great shot that just had George in the background where he was like, <laughs> George was obviously already mentally packing his yes. bags. Um, I hope he uses that to be a bit more positive I, next week. I, yeah, if George doesn't do well next week, I think he'll be in trouble. Yeah, Josh, give me a top, give me a top three for the for the season. Who, top, who are you looking at? Top three at? going forwards. I'm gonna lock in Giuseppe, uh, Jurgen, and Freya. Ooh. With Christelle and Maggie as ones to watch. Yeah, my top three are also Jurgen, Giuseppe, and Freya. I think Freya's a big dark horse. Yeah. I think Lizzie's gonna be one that has really interesting things. It's whether she can get I, the. I think Lizzie's gonna be fun to watch. Down. Lizzie's gonna be great entertainment. Because I want to watch her do some chaos. Yeah. And speaking of chaos, yes, the previews for next week. Oh my god, guys! Next week is Biscuit Week, so you'll be joined by Jazz and Alice to go over Biscuit Week. But from the previews we've seen, yeah, it looks so insane. Yeah, I mean they're going to be snapping brandy, dodging jammies, and making toys out of biscuits. We love it. We live. We do love it. <laughs> um, so thank you again for joining us with for our review of Bake Off. Yeah, Dyson, one. Dyson, an extra slice. 
If you have any Bake Off thoughts, let us know. Yes, do send us a message at Dice and a Slice on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That's at D-I-C-E-N-A-S-L-I-C-E. And if you're fans of Bake Off, but you don't know what Dungeons and Dragons is, we have a sister podcast, which is uh, called Dice and a Slice, which is an actual play D&D 5e podcast. It's a homebrew adventure. Mm. It's got nautical themes, very kind of drama story, but also a lot of fun and a lot of mystery and Mm. intrigue and... If that sounds like your kind of vibe, we'd love for you to give it a listen. And we'll be bringing in characters from the show to talk about Bake Off as we go along, which could sound a little bit strange to anyone who doesn't listen to the podcast. Yes. But that's fine. But the thing is, if you like Bake Off, you like to hear us talking about cakes, we start off every single episode by talking about the cakes that we've brought with us. Yeah. We critique them. We do. We discuss their merit. We do. With no expertise. Absolutely. (laughs) We are untrained and unwieldy, and we are dangerous. (laughs) So it's going to be a goodbye from me. And a goodbye from me. Thank you guys for listening and have a wonderful week full of cake and joy. I'm a very happy Jürgen indeed.